Welcome to Grace Life Church Podcast. If you would like any more information about us, please visit our website, gracelife.com.au. I'm so excited and delighted that God has laid that sword on my heart. Um, and I'm so glad that such a good things are happening over here, such a wonderful thing, especially when I saw this faith offering. It's really a big, uh, I would say, the breakthrough. Even people coming out of pandemic, out of this uh, criteria of this uh, lockdowns, and still we receive such a tremendous uh, offering in a faith of as called as a faith offering. It's really a great thing that God is doing among us in our midst, and. Um, um, I'm so grateful for to be a partners with uh, Pastor Scott. I still remember Pastor Scott when he was in Mumbai and we were doing this small uh, church. It was a very small, tiny church and where uh, Pastor Scott was ministering. And all of a sudden he was been led by the Holy Spirit to wash a feet of one lady. And uh, she was a very old member of our church. She was uh, uh, very uh, kind of a leader from our church. And when uh, Pastor Scott, uh, he was a bit hesitant to do that. And he asked me whether he could do that. So I just went to ask the lady whether uh, he would, she would allow uh, this thing to happen. So she was shocked, you know, because she never has, a, she never has seen or never has, a, has uh, like, you know, come across to such things like, you know, someone coming in washing the feet. So she broke in tears. She burst in tears. And uh, I understood and I said that this is what you have to allow her, allow pastor to do. And when pastor did that, I still have a photo and I still, when I go through all my memories and all the old photos, it really, like, you know, it challenges, even it's a big challenge for me in a ministry to have this servanthood heart to, you know, serve people. That is what we are all called to be. Amen. We are the servant. We are here to serve, not to be served. Amen. So it's such a wonderful thing. And uh, I would like to start with a prayer. Father, we thank you for this wonderful day and this beautiful morning. Thank you for this opportunity that you have given me here in this morning. I pray that Lord God, every word, Lord God, oh Father God, may come from your throne, Lord God. Every word may be a blessing to your people. Every word may transform their lives, Lord God, and change the situation, the circumstances that are going through. Lord, I pray. I pray your grace, O oh Father God. I pray, Lord God, in this time to give us the attentive heart and the listening ears, Lord God, so that we all may not only be the listener, but the doers of your word. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I came to know that uh, we are going through the the series from the Bible, from the Gospel of Mark. So it's a privilege for me to pick up from there, where must be uh, you have left uh, previous Sunday. So let's turn to Mark chapter 2. Is it right, Mark chapter 2? Yeah. So Mark chapter 2.
verse number 1 to verse number 12 okay here we go and again he entered capernaum after some days and it was heard that he was in the house immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them not even near the door and he preached the word to them then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men and when they could not come near him because of the crowd they uncovered the roof where he was so when they had broken through they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying when jesus saw their faith amen you can just underline that when jesus saw their faith he said to the paralytic son your sins are forgiven you and some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts why does this man speaks blasphemies like this who can forgive sins but god alone but immediately when jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves he said to them why do you reason about these things in your hearts which is easier to say to the paralytic your sins are forgiven you ought to say arise take up your bed and walk but that you may know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins he said to the paralytic i say to you arise take up your bed and go to your house immediately he arose took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all so that all were amazed and glorified god saying we never saw anything like this amen so at this stage jesus was very popular his popularity has went across galilee everywhere in a previous chapter if you see that jesus healing the multitudes coming to him and he healed everyone and that's how the more he was ministering the more people were coming and pressing on the more news was going out so he have to leave galilee and he have to come to capernaum because he wanted some quality of time with his disciples and he chose to reside in peter's house probably so he may, must be he have come to just uh, met peter and his family or maybe to have some closest time to maybe some have some quality of time a discipleship time but anyhow as the news broke up and as people came to know that he is in capernaum people rushed there and they 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 came in such a huge number the they crowded in that house they rushed in that house and the entire house was packed they have jammed up the the doorway the windows and every nook and every corner that possibly they could enter and they could uh, they could occupy and there was so much happening you know what this this kind of stories that we i used to learn in my sunday school in those days you know but after years that i have learned so many things in this like especially in verse number 2 if you see no verse number 1 and he entered capernaum after some days and it was heard that he was in the house amen he was in the house that's what the place belongs to jesus 
he was in the house. Amen? That if Jesus is in the house, just imagine that house. That house would be like a heaven. You would see the glimpse of heaven in that house. Every house, I would say, every house. The house, if we, if we call Jesus in that house and if you give Jesus the place in that house, if you give Jesus the authority, give Jesus the, the full control in that house, just imagine that house how it would be. Just imagine the family. Just imagine the relationship between the husband and wives. Just imagine the kids, how they must have brought up. It all makes a difference, amen, when Jesus is here in the midst, amen. And what a wonderful worship song and the praise song that we have heard in this morning, that he is here. He is among us. He is in our midst. Hallelujah. And that, that makes all the difference. When he is here, we don't have to worry about anything. Amen. Hallelujah. When he is here, and be sure that he is here. You know, not because we have some sensational things happening. We have some kind of shivering or some kind of, uh, some kind of spiritual uh, awakening happening. But just believe in the word of God. His word is true. Amen. Where two or three are being gathered in my name, there is my presence. Amen. And we, and this morning, we have come together to worship Him. Hallelujah. And He is in our midst. Amen. And He is among us. Hallelujah. And there are several things, maybe it's, maybe it's not been seen, but behind the scene, the things are happening. We have to trust God. We have to believe God that behind the curtain, behind the scene, something is happening. And still he's working. Amen. He has not given up on us. Still he's working on us. Still he is, he is mentoring us. Still he is blessing us. Still he is loving us. He was in the house. Amen. And when he was in the house, everyone came to know and they all came running to him. Because they came to know that Jesus is not an ordinary man. He's already, he's doing something that only God can do. Amen. Only God has the power to do that. Only God has the ability to do that. Only God has the capacity to do that. And they all had such a great need in their life. They all bought their sick people, their friends, their relatives, their family members to him so that they all need to see that Jesus touches everyone and Jesus heals everyone. Amen. And what happened there when, when, when this house was full... Verse number two, it says, immediately many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Amen. He preached the word. That was the main purpose of Jesus. Of course, he healed people. None was left without healing, without receiving the miracles in their lives. He healed them. But the main purpose, if you see, when he came to Galilee, the main purpose was to preach about the kingdom of God. Amen. That's what if you read in chapter number 1 verses 15. That he came into Galilee and he started preaching about the kingdom of God and repentance. That was the first message that Jesus has ever preached. He started preaching. If you read in Matthew chapter 4 verses 17. That was the first message that Jesus preached about repentance. Repent and the kingdom of God is near your hand. Repent. That was the first message that Jesus brought. And Jesus was busy preaching. 
village to village, town to town. He traveled length and breadth of that town preaching about the kingdom of God. And when he was preaching about the kingdom of God, the, the, the preaching of the gospel was backing up with the miracles and signs and wonders. And the outstanding miracles were happening. Amen. Hallelujah. Because it was lined up. It was tuned up. And everything was coming in a, and falling in a right position. Why? Because gospel was being preached. That's the most important thing. When the gospel is being preached, when we bring the gospel to the unreached, the miracles, the signs and wonders, they will follow up. That was one of the promise that Jesus has given in his last command, you know, the last commission. That you preach the gospel, take the gospel to the end of the nation, and these signs will follow you. Amen. These signs, healing, deliverances, and, and, and casting out the demons, you know, these this signs will follow you. When you are stick to the gospel, signs and wonders and miracles will happen. Hallelujah. And there came this, and he was, then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when, when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. And there came the four men, you know, bringing this paralytic man all the way. They were delayed. You can understand the reason why they were delayed because of this paralytic man who was, they were carrying. In those days, you know, there was no kind of a transportation. There was no kind of an ambulance or some automatic uh, stretchers like, you know, they could carry. They have to carry this person on the bed. And all the four men, you know, giving their shoulders, giving and uh, helping him to come all the way where Jesus was. And that's the reason they were delayed. And by the time when they came there, what they saw, that it was, the house was overcrowded. There was no space. There was no room. Maybe I, I could see that they must have been requested some people that could you give us some space? Could you give us some way so that we could take this person? He's very sick and people couldn't bother. They didn't bother. They said, no, no, we have a need. We have a sick people with us. So we can't give you a way. So, so what they did, I, I could see that they're having a kind of a discussion a kind of like, you know, uh, a communication. Because uh, what I could see here, that they were so much desperate for the healing of that paralytic man. They were so much desperate. They were determined anyhow to bring this person to Jesus because they had faith in their heart that only if you could bring this man to Jesus that he could be healed. Amen? And that was their passion. That was their mission. That was the determination that in some way, somehow, they have to see this man coming to Jesus. Amen? So what they did? They, 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 they saw everywhere there was no possibility, there was no way that they could go and uh, they could go and they could cross this crowd. What they did? They found a way. Everybody say they found a way. Amen? There is always a way if you're determined. If you're passionate, if you're desperate for your healing, for your circumstances, for your breakthrough, if you're desperate for your, for your, uh, 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 for the outcome, you know, there's always a way that God will make for you. 
it's always the door that God will open for you. You know, you don't have to give up. You don't have to lose your heart because we believe and we trust our God is still alive. We worship the living God. Amen. amen. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. He's unchanging God. Amen. Hallelujah. He's still the same. When he saw the multitude, when he saw the great multitude, he had a heart of compassion. He's still the same. When he sees the great multitude coming to him, whether they are single or they are with a group, his heart is filled with compassion. He has compassion on us. Still today, in this morning, when we are sitting here, I believe that our God has a heart of compassion for each and every one of us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So he, they found a way. And what was that way? They have to go upstairs. They went upstairs. And they, uh, they went upstairs and they saw that there is only one way that how they could enter is by breaking that roof. Digging that roof. And, 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 and uh, I don't know uh, the, the, the owner of the house what he would have been taught when they were digging. Especially the wife of that person. <laughs> What should have said? You know, he's damaging the roof, you know. And not only that, but Jesus was in the middle of the sermon where he was preaching and people were attentively listening to him and all of a sudden they saw that something rattling now, noise happening on the roof. There was something that happening on the roof and not only that, but they, 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 they heard that someone is banging. They're banging the roof and all of a sudden they saw that the dust falling on them. Just, just think about, just imagine if you would have been in that room, what, what would be your response to that? You know, so, and, and, and Jesus preaching there, but Jesus didn't have any kind of objection. He didn't interrupt. He saw everything happening because he knew what was happening there. He knew that there are some people who are desperately wanted to reach out. There are some people, there may be some family, there may be some friends who wanted to meet and that's the way that they must have found. He didn't have any, he was not upset with what they were doing. He was not angry. Amen. That's the beauty of our Lord Jesus you could see. You know, that's what the Bible says that in, in, in John chapter 6 that, uh, that as many as comes to me, I will never forsake them. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your color. It doesn't matter your creed. It doesn't matter from which, 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 which country, which creed, and which caste you're coming from. It doesn't matter. As long as you come to Jesus, amen, he's always there for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's what they saw when they had this, they, when they broke the roof and when they, when they, and when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken door, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, that's what I want to emphasize in this morning. When Jesus saw their faith, amen. Jesus saw their faith. Jesus didn't see the faith of that paralytic man. Jesus, Jesus didn't knew. No one knew whether that, that man had a faith or not. But Jesus looked at their faith. They had, a, they had a faith, which is called a corporate faith, a same level of faith. Amen. And that is so important 
for the church when we come together as a corporate church when we come together as a people of God to have that same level of faith amen we all have a faith we all have the gift of faith in us we all have a faith of indiv individuality we have individual faith we have faith we have we, we trust God for certain things but what we could see over here is a corporate faith all these four maybe they are friends maybe they are relatives we don't know but they had a same kind of faith a same level of faith amen and jesus saw their faith if you see in the bible there is a faith which is called uh, individual faith you know we all have that individual faith but also there's a faith which is called a corporate faith corporate faith is something that faith that more than one people have like two individuals come together they have a same kind of faith like for example Joshua and Caleb they had a they, they had a same level of faith when Moses has sent the, the, the people to spy this uh, uh, the, the land of Canaan there were 12 all together but when they came back the rest of the 10 if you see they came with all this negativity all this uh, they came with the fear and they came uh, with the news saying that you know there are giants and we cannot possess that land because there are giants you giants but if you see Joshua and Caleb they had a faith they both came together and they they came and they said that no we can't possess it you know and and and, and if you read in another a passage where it says the the walls of Jericho you know the walls of Jericho it was not only Joshua but it was the entire congregation you know hundreds and thousands of people they had a same level of faith they had a faith together working they had a faith that you know they can pull down that fortified city the walls of Jericho and we have another example of a centurion where he came all the way pleading to Jesus that his servant is sick and Jesus looked at his faith the faith of a centurion amen he looked at his faith and Jesus marveled at his faith Jesus said that I have never seen such a great faith in the entire nation of Israel he was a man who had a greater faith than any other person in that nation. He had a great faith. Amen. And, and, and that, that, that brings, that draws a, such a, uh, a, positive, uh, a positive report to us that today, in this morning, if we have a faith for our family, not necessary our family, they are saved or not. Not necessary they are Christians or not. Not necessarily they knew they know God or not, but if we have a faith, uh, uh, do you remember the Seraphonian woman? You know her daughter was sick; she couldn't bring her daughter because she was demon possessed, and she came all the way. She followed Jesus from miles to miles. She followed Jesus, and she pleaded to Jesus that Jesus heal my daughter. And what Jesus said, Jesus looked at her faith, and Jesus said that great is your faith great is your faith and he said that go your daughter is healed amen 
today if you have a faith in this morning in this house and if you're praying and trusting God for something if you're praying for your family members if you're praying for someone who's related to you someone your friends someone who knows you and if he's in trouble if he's sick if you have a faith God will honor your faith amen God will look at your faith and God will God will see your faith and maybe looking at your faith God will heal them amen hallelujah you will receive you will see the healing you will see the the miracles and the deliverance and, and all the good things are happening in their life what verse number 5 says when Jesus saw their faith he said to the paralytic son your sins are forgiven you amen Jesus knew the need the desperate need the immediate need of that person you know what was the what was the uh, the the uh, the root cause of that sickness the root cause of that sickness was sin and Jesus knew that he need a forgiveness of sin first not the healing when Jesus said that go your sins are forgiven maybe those friends who have uh, done all this hard work maybe from above they must have said oh he's not that's not his need his need is healing not the forgiveness of sin we have brought him all the way so that he may be healed not the forgiveness of the sin but Jesus knew no it's the forgiveness of the sin if sin is been forgiven his sickness will be dealt over amen hallelujah and he said that sin your sin has been forgiven and there were some people the scribes and the and the religious people in that house they were reasoning within themselves in their hearts why does this man speak blasphemies like this who can forgive sin but god alone you know this one of this another reason that why jesus was of course like you know wherever he went he healed people but that was another message that jesus wanted to send and jesus wanted to know that that he is god amen he is god because only god can do that and he is here on the face of this earth to do that with what god can do so that people could believe him what he is and the work and the purpose that he has come for amen that he is god himself who has compassionate heart who can forgive the sin and who can heal the sick amen hallelujah and and that's what he did and that's what the objection of those scribes because according to the culture according to the mosaic law according to the levitical law if you see is someone you know the every israelite every every israelite is to teach the children that if someone who would call themselves god immediately you throw a stone on him and kill him because that is a blasphemy you cannot blaspheme you cannot you cannot call yourself god and that's what jesus was saying openly what he was saying that your sins are been forgiven only god can forgive your sin that was the open message that jesus was sending that here i am on the face of this earth and and here i am i have an authority to forgive your sin to set you free from the sin and that's what they didn't like and what they said but immediately when jesus perceived in his spirit that 
they reason what does within themselves he said to them why do you reason about these things in your hearts which is easier to say the paralytic your sins are forgiven you or to say arise take up your bed and walk but that you may know the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins amen hallelujah he said to the paralytic i say to you arise take up your bed and go to your house immediately he rose took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all so that all were amazed and glorified god saying we never saw anything like this amen such a wonderful outcome such a such a wonderful message went out of that house a man came with a paralytic on this bed and he went walking among them people saw that he was been laid down on that bed in a paralytic condition crippled but when he met jesus and when his sins were been forgiven what what happened to his life he was back on his feet he could walk and he could go before them and god's name was been glorified god was been glorified amen hallelujah hallelujah he is the same yesterday today and forever amen hallelujah he looks at us when he looks at us he knows our need in this morning you know what's the heart desire we have he know where we are lacking he know some of the things that where we are where we are the things that have been hidden in our hearts some of the hidden secrets some of the hidden sins that sometimes you know even we don't know but we have jesus we have god who knew and who is able to forgive our sin amen he's able to forgive all our all our past all the things that like you know we have this condemnation on us we have this condemning spirit that always condemning us that we are not good enough we are not holy we are not righteous but it won't take much for jesus it's just a blink of the eyes that he could forgive us and he could blot out and he could erase and eradicate that every sin that we have committed all these years amen hallelujah and maybe because of that sin that that some of some of the things that in our in our lives which which are been hanging around which are been lingering we are praying for so many years and with this what we could do in this morning is again refresh ourselves and again come back to the heart come back with the heart of repentance amen is the easiest thing that we could do like a prodigal son come to him like a prodigal son with the heart of repentance amen here i am lord coming back to you hallelujah hallelujah and that's what happened you could see the miracle happening there because the sin was been dealt hallelujah the sin was been dealt the sin has cost so much the the sin has damaged so much and most of the sickness and most of the diseases and all the damage that we could see happening around us is only because of the sin what people don't understand but god has given us the wisdom god has given us the knowledge god has given us understanding so that we could dealt with the sin so when sin is been dealt all the other things come in a in a in a right place hallelujah amen hallelujah hallelujah 
such a wonderful God we have. Such a wonderful God that still he is, he is willing to forgive our sins and he's willing to heal us, set us free, deliver us. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we are going to do in this morning. We are going to stand on our feet and we are going to worship him. And the time that we worship, we could just, we could just bow down and we could just say that, Lord, here I am, Lord God. I'm sorry for everything that I have done, Lord God. All that sin, all that unrighteous, all that, Lord God, that evil that took place in my life in the past, Lord, I pray. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe as we worship, maybe as we, as we pray, you know, in this morning, let's, let's focus on him. Let's look unto him. As Pastor Scott was saying, let's focus on him. Let's look at him. Let's look at his face in this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. That he is here in this room. Where two or three are been gathered in my name. I am there in their midst. And you know, what's a wonderful thing that we could do? When two or three are been gathered, whatsoever you shall bind on the earth should be bound in the heaven. And whatsoever you lose on this earth should be loosed in the heaven. Amen. You have a privilege in this morning. If, you're, if you want to, you know, go and pray for someone, if you want to have an agreement prayer, if you want to touch someone, lay your hand on someone, if you want to grab hold of someone and, 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 and pray for them, you know, as a corporate prayer, as, a, as, a, as agreeing together, a prayer of agreement, you can do that. Hallelujah. Feel free to do that. And whatsoever, that's, a, that's one of the promise that Jesus has given. Whatsoever you shall bind on the earth shall be bound in the heaven. And what you lose on the earth should be loosed in the heaven. Do you know you can bind the Satan, the forces of the enemy. You can bind all the powers of darkness when you come together. As a church when you come together. As a individuals when you come together. When you want to come together, hold hands together and pray for one another. And pray for the sickness pray for the powers of darkness cast them out you have authority you have power you have been empowered by the power of the Holy Spirit to cast out the demon Bible says that two are better than one two are better than one hallelujah when we come together and when we pray and you, there's, there's so much to lose there is so much to lose amen what Satan has bound he has chained that we could lose in this morning. We could lose our finances. We could lose our sickness, our health. We could lose the trap that Satan has on our family. We could start losing one by one. Start releasing, amen. Releasing him. Releasing out from my finances. Releasing out from my business. Releasing him out from my family, from my relationship. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you, can you, could you stand on our feet as we worship and as we pray? Let's believe. Let's trust God in this morning that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's such a wonderful God. Nothing is impossible to Him. 
everything is possible to those who believe in this morning if you believe and trust God that he is here in our midst he is here in this house and he can touch you instantly in this in this room he can set you free from all the anxieties all the worries he can change your situation your circumstances you can carry you from that rescue you from that bondage amen hallelujah hallelujah amen father we thank you lord father for your son jesus for sending your son jesus lord god on this earth you loved us so much that you have given your son thank you jesus for coming into this into this world dying for us dying for our sin shedding your blood oh lord we believe by the shedding of the blood our sins are been forgiven here in this morning we confess our sin we come with the heart of repentance we come lord god to your father repenting our sin every unrighteous and every sinful thing that happened in my life in my past knowingly unknowingly deliberately or without knowing father i pray that lord god you cleanse me lord cleanse my sins cleanse me make me clean and pure make me holy help me to stand righteous lord god in you oh father god in this morning i pray that you release lord god oh father you are anointing upon your people you release oh father the power of the holy spirit may come and touch each and every one of us I pray that every power of darkness shall be broken in the name of Jesus. Every chains of the enemy, every shackles of the enemy, every bond be broken in this morning. The powers of darkness shall go in Jesus name. We take authority in the name of Jesus that every sick person may be healed, Lord God. Every sickness may go. we rebuke every sickness in the name of jesus and we lift up your name o lord jesus we lift up your name we look unto you lord jesus o father you are the same yesterday today and forever we look unto you you are the author of our faith and you are the finisher we hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast from grace life church for more information about us or any of our services please visit our website at gracelife.com.au